garden runs through it, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener program of Calusa County. On today's episode, we are joined by me. Before we start, let's talk about gardening chores and upcoming events. August brings some gardening chores, so what should we be doing in our garden this month? In August, you can plant directly into the garden seeds of carrots, beets, lettuce, spinach, and turnips. Indoors, you can start seeds of broccoli, cabbage, kale, bunching onions, and radicchio. You also need to cut off spent flowers of perennials and annuals for continued bloom. Continue to weed, and those weeds have been very pesky this year. And especially get the weeds before they go to flower and seed. Be sure to monitor your watering system, check for coverage, and watch for plugged or blocked sprinklers. We had a problem at the garden this year when we had those 110 degree days. One of our um, connectors came unconnected. The good part about that is the water still went into the flower bed, but the bad part was some of the other places were not getting quite enough water. So luckily somebody noticed and we got it fixed pretty fast. Check the mulch you have spread around and make sure it is thick enough to suppress weeds. And that's about three to four inches. So we have some upcoming Master Garden events in the counter. We have some upcoming UC Master Gardener events in the county. You could visit our demonstration garden in Williams at the Education Village at any time. The Summer Garden is producing a lot of peppers, squash, and cucumbers, and the landscape is absolutely beautiful. We have various varieties of peppers that we harvest for the food distribution at the college. Our open garden will be Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. Come by and pick some squash, cucumbers, and peppers. And also at that time, we will be talking about planting the winter garden. And yes, it's time to start planting your winter garden. And winter gardens are so easy and fun. They're way easier than summer gardens. So today I want to talk about falls and trips and slips, especially in the garden, but other places too, in your house or in a store or wherever you are. And... This is, you know, not only am I an older adult, and most master gardeners are older adults. Um, My dad recently fell in the bathroom, hit his head really, really hard. Normally, somebody's over at his house every day, but they were on vacation. And he laid there for 12 hours. And he's not responding well, and he's not going to leave the care home. So it made us think about what can we do to make sure that as older adults, we um, are safe. One of the things is he's really mad at himself for falling, and he's also depressed that this happened. So a simple accident like tripping on a rug or slipping on a wet floor can change your life. And he said that. How could one 
very short-term item change his life. He went from living by himself and cooking and driving to now laying in a bed in a care home. So if you fall, you could break a bone, which thousands of older adults experience each year. And for an older person, a broken bone could be the start of a lot of serious health problems. So if you have fallen, you're not alone. More than one in four people aged 65 or older fall each year. The risk of falling and fall-related problems rises with age. However, they can be prevented. And we'll talk about that. Many older adults fear falling, even if they haven't fallen before, and I can attest to that. One of my fears is falling. Um, This fear may lead them to avoid activities such as walking, shopping, or taking part in social activities. But staying active is important to keep your body healthy and actually helps prevent falls. So what causes falls in older adults? Your eyesight, okay, understand that. Your hearing, that I didn't think about. And reflex and reflexes might not be as sharp as they were when you were younger. I mean we have to admit we're not twenty anymore. Certain conditions such as diabetes, heart disease, or problems with your thyroid, nerves, feet, blood cells, basically everything can lead to a fall. Conditions that cause rushed movement to the bathroom, such as incontinence, may also increase the chance of falling. And if you have a mild cognitive impairment or types of dementia, that really raises the risk of falling. Age-related loss of muscle mass, problems with balance and gait, and blood pressure that drops too much when you get up from lying down or sitting down. Foot problems, uh, some medications will make you want make you fall, and safety hazards in your community or your home. So here are some steps to take. Stay physically active. Plan an exercise program that's right for you. Exercise helps your joints, tendons, and ligaments be flexible. Mild weight-bearing activities such as walking or climbing stairs may slow your bone loss. Try balance and strength training exercises such as yoga, Pilates, and Tai Chi. Fall-proof your home. Check out tips for changes you could make in your home that will help you avoid falls and ensure your safety. And we'll talk about that. Have your eyes and hearing tested. Find out the side effects of any of your medicines you take. Get enough sleep, even if you have to take a nap in the afternoon. Avoid or limit alcohol. Stand up slowly. Getting up too quickly can cause your blood pressure to drop that can make you feel wobbly. Get your blood pressure checked when lying and standing. They can be very different. Use an assistive device, such as a cane or a walker, and that can help a lot. Keep your hands free. Use a shoulder bag, fanny pack, or backpack to leave your hands free to hold on to railings. Choose the right footwear. This is very important, and we're going to talk about it a little more. To fully support your feet, wear non-skid, rubber-soled, low-heeled shoes. 
don't walk on stairs or floors in socks or in shoes and slippers with smooth soles. Consider staying inside when the weather is bad and always tell your doctor if you have, have fallen since your last checkup. So what to do if you fall? First, breathe. Take that deep breath. Don't be so mad at you, at yourself. Decide if you're hurt. Getting up quickly or in the wrong way could make an injury worse. Crawl to a sturdy chair. If you think you could get up safely without help, roll over onto your side, rest against your body, and blood pressure will adjust. Slowly get up on your hands and knees and crawl to a sturdy chair. Slowly sit down in the chair, put your hands on the chair seat, and slide one foot forward so that it's flat on the floor. Keep the other leg bent. And get help. Call 911, your neighbor, your kids, your grandkids. So here are some things room by room to help you. So on floor, stairways, hallways, ensure there are handrails on both sides of any stairs. And make sure they're secure. So fix them if they're not. Sometimes it's just taking you or someone else, taking a screwdriver and tightening it. Ensure there is good lighting with light switches at the top and the bottom of the stairs or the end of a long hallway. Keep areas where you walk tidy. I know, we don't always do that. You know, we take our shoes off and just leave them. Check that all the carpets are fixed firmly to the floor so they won't slip. Put no-slip strips, which you could buy at a hardware store, on tile and wooden floors. Do not use throw rugs or small area rugs. Now, we all want to have these, you know, beautiful floors without carpet, and then we throw all these throw rugs on there. And throw rugs are really, really bad for slipping and falling. So in your bathroom, mount grab bars near the toilet on both sides of your tub and shower. Place non-skid mats, strips, or carpet on all surfaces that may get wet. Don't throw a towel down on the floor. You know, make sure you have a carpet that has the non-skid on it. Remember to leave a light on in the bathroom at night or use a nightlight that turns on automatically in the dark. In your bedroom, you might want to put nightlights. Keep a flashlight by your bed. Uh, place a landline or a well-charged phone near your bed. In your kitchen, keep, frequent, keep frequently used pots, pans, and kitchen utensils in place where they are easy to reach. So you don't have to get on that step stool to reach for something that you always reach for. And I know I'm going to have to move some things because I'm getting to that point where it's down lower. And why do I have these things down low that I don't use all the time and things I use all the time up high? Who knows? Clean up spills immediately and prepare food while seated to prevent fatigue or loss of balance if needed. Other living spaces. Keep electrical cords near the walls and away from walking paths. You know, eventually Christmas will be here soon and we put cords everywhere. Make sure that they are safe. Arrange your furniture, especially low coffee tables and other objects, so they are not in your way when you walk. Nothing like falling 
onto a coffee table corner. Make sure your sofa and chairs are at the right height for you to get in and out of easily. Keep items you use often at waist level or within easy reach. Don't stand on a chair or table to reach something that's too high. Use a reach stick instead. I just love those little reach sticks. I call them grabbers. Um, reach sticks are a special grabbing tool that you could buy at many hardware and medical supplies. You can use a step stool, make sure it's steady, and has a handrail atop, at the top. Have someone stand next to you. Very important. Don't let your cat or dog trip you. Know where your pet is wherever you're standing or walking. Keep a list of emergency numbers in large print near each landline and save them under favorites on your mobile phone. So outside and in the garden. If you have steps leading to your front door, make sure they're not broken or uneven. Add non-slip material to outdoor stairs. Keep your lawn, deck, and porch areas clear of debris such as falling branches. Consider installing a grab bar near the front door to provide balance while you are locking and unlocking the door. Turn on your porch light at night and if you leave during the day but plan on returning home after dark. Or um, recently I put up some motion detector lights which is really nice. Now other than fixing your steps but the steps that go through your garden you make sure they're fixed and they're level you don't want one little corner sit standing up and then you're always tripping on it don't leave your hose laying around that's something that i have to take care of right now because i'm doing some hand watering so i always leave it out and i don't wind it up use your ladder wisely do not go all the way to the top step always be sure you hold on and that it's level and wear good shoes. Do not go out in the garden in your slippers and try to do some work. I was putting the garbage out the other day. I had my slippers on and I was walking backwards with the can and I thought, oh my gosh, this is a recipe for disaster. The other thing, and this is very important, because if my dad had his cell phone with him, he could have called somebody immediately. So have your cell phone or cordless phone with you as you move throughout your house and your garden. Have close friends and family on speed dial. Consider setting up a smart home device. You know, the kind you wear around your neck. You know, of course, there's a small charge for that um, that connects you to contacts or emergency response teams. The other thing, there's also smart watches. There's so much out there now. Ask family and friends for help setting up these tools. I hope you've learned something today. I know going through this has helped me think about some things. And all of this is from the National Institute of Health. So thanks for that. I hope you've learned something today. So what's grown in my garden? Oh, my garden looks really nice. The weeds are growing, going out there all the time and taking care of it. But lots of deadheading of flowers. And um, I'm picking bowl after bowl of nectarines. And the second tree will come ripe in about a month. So, And then the figs are starting to ripen too. So I've got lots going on at home. 
For more information or insightful tips and gardening hints, visit the Master Gardeners of Calusa County on Facebook or visit our website, cecalusa.ucanr.edu. Also visit our Facebook page for event information and videos. Remember to sign up for our monthly gardening newsletter. A link will be in the notes of the show. Thank you for listening to A Garden Runs Through It, a podcast of the UC Master Gardener Program of Calusa County. Until next time, keep your hands dirty. Bye.